Yeah. We living in a world where social media, attention is a big thing. And we tend to gravitate to these things and hoping that they would be there for us forever, but it's only temporary. Tell me you gon' ride for me. 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 Are you down for me? Could you be around for me? And give me your life, your life from child for me. People, people, welcome. Welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor podcast this is season two episode two now for those of you guys who um may not be familiar with the show here at love thy neighbor okay let me talk regularly because y'all know how i do here at love thy neighbor the goal behind this podcast is to really just relate you know what i'm saying really just be real really just offer you guys what you need because i know you need I, I know you need us we need you we can't make it without you shouts out to our sponsors by the way anchor and walker studios because without them, we can do nothing. But with all that hoopla, with all that talk, let me get straight to the point. Um, this is episode two, and uh, today we have a very special guest. Um, we have my friend here by the name of... Mickey R. <laughs> oh, Mickey R., okay, okay, okay. So, Mickey, uh, tell the people about yourself, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff. All right, so my name is Mickey R. I'm an aspiring singer, actress. Um, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, but I'm currently located here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What brought you to Virginia? What would you say, like, made you leave the big city, the big apple? Um, so definitely affordability. Mm-hmm. In New York, it is very expensive, like mm-hmm. super duper expensive. Mm-hmm. Like a one bedroom is like fifteen hundred dollars. They bugging, or would y'all say tight? They had y'all mad tight. You're they mad bugging. tight right now. They bugging. Right, right. So, um, do you ever miss New York though? Do you all the mi- time? All the time. All the time. Oh, see, did you see the sternness in her voice, like in her face, like no games? So, um, what do you say you miss the mo- most about New York? Um, diversity, uh, open-mindedness, mm-hmm. um, and I miss being able to go to the bodega, like, at any time. Just to go, yo, Just, you have, so you ever heard of Drewski? Mm-hmm. He got this joint where he's like, <laughs> he said, I've been in New York one day. He was like, he did this joint where he was like, uh, all the New York, I guess, girls and Puerto Rican girls be like, Just to go to the bodega. Just to go to the bodega. And he's like stuck his tongue out. But it was so funny. But when you said that, it made me think of him. No, for real. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's cool to be able to go to the bodega and, like, get whatever you want. A chopped cheese sandwich. Like. Okay. Break it down. Break it down for the people. Because Thanksgiving is coming up. I mean, even though I don't know people eat chopped cheese on things. But what is a chopped cheese? Uh, well. It's a sandwich. Chopped cheese. And you can kind of add whatever you want to it, though. So when I hear chopped cheese, I'm thinking about it's not like a Philly steak and cheese. Is it like what no, is it? but it, like, it so there's this whole like thing about would you go to New York to get a chopped cheese sandwich or would you go to New York to get a hero? I've never had a hero. I don't think I've had a hero before. Hero's a sub, right? Yeah. So is it chopped cheese? Is a sub too? No, not well. Eh. It depends. So chopped cheese. Wh- you can make it a sub. You can make it like a chopped cheese sub. So what cheese. is okay? What I'm asking is, what is the ingredients of the chopped cheese? Like, That's the thing, is- though. There aren't, like, any particular ingredients. You can technically put whatever you want on it. So you... Hold you, on, because I got to Google this. Right. So technically, all right. So technically, you don't know what it is. Um, I don't think I've ever asked what's on a chopped cheese sandwich. I kind of just ate it. Kind of like Chinese food? You never really asked what, you know, it is. It's just good. It's just good. Like, as long as it's good and it's edible, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we'll give you a moment to look it up. Because I'm, I'm interested to know. I heard people say that, you know, a gentle go to the I do know they got. that there's definitely, of course, cheese on it. Um, right. Melted cheese. And you get ground beef on it. But then everything else is basically more... But it's soft. on a sub? Like a long sub? or um, It's kind of like a... It looks like a thick burrito almost. Word? Yeah. Kind of like a thick burrito. Okay. Okay. So that's what it is then. 
Yeah, you can add like whatever cheese. condiments you want to add on it. Mm, okay. So. Okay. All right. So you said Brook Brooklyn is where you're from. Yeah. Okay. Well, like what part? Park Brooklyn. Slope. Park. Say it again. Park Slope. Park Slope. Is that by like Flatbush or anywhere or like? Um, it's a little, it's a little while away from Flatbush, but mm-hmm. um, it's kind of near. Well, I went to school in PS three twenty one, so it's kind of like around there. Mm-hmm. Kind of, so that, that's not the same school. Hey Arnold went to because he went to PS something. What was it? One forty four. Which one? Hey Arnold went to. He went somewhere. I don't know. I mean, it was New York. I know it was New York, or was it Philly? Whatever. No, it had to be New York because his school was PS something. Well, there was PS ten also next to us. We were closer to PS ten. Mm. And then there was oh my god, what was it called? I cannot remember the name of the school. There was a middle school. It was like a performing arts school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? Did you? like attend any performing arts because I saw mm-hmm. you singing so that's what I want to know so outside of the chopped cheese and you know in, in Brooklyn you know uh what got you into singing because you said you know you're an aspiring singer but uh, I heard your vocals and you are a singer but go ahead <laughs> um so funny story mm-hmm. when I was in Brooklyn well actually we lived in Queens at the time okay so I was with my sister I'm the baby so she had put on the song um by Sierra one two step Hmm. And I took the remote controller and I got on the table and I started dancing to the song and singing it and just dancing. And then ever since she had recorded me and um, she showed my mom when my mom got home from work. And ever since then, I was like, I want to be an entertainer. I want to be famous. Word. So do you have a favorite singer? Because when I look at you, you give me the Lumidy vibes. You know Lumidy? She has a song called, it's like, um, uh-oh. Like, look it up when you get a chance. But she's um she's... You know, Hispanic, you know, and she sings. She has, like, I would sing, but the way my vocals, I've been I've been singing all day, so the way my vocals is just not there at the moment. You know, I would give the people that, but I can't give it right there, you know, because <clears throat> I've been singing, you know, all day long, and, you know. But uh, Lumidi is dope. She had a song with Fabulous. Okay. Um, and so that was, like, early like early 2000s or whatever. But um, so... You got into music, um, so you just sing, or do you do poetry? Or? I do poetry as well. I think I started more so off with poetry first, mm-hmm. and as I got older, I was like, you know, this is really what I want to do. But then, as I continue to get older, I realized that the market industry, all that, is a very big competition. Mm-hmm. So realistically, um, I needed to have like a backup plan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm. So you say backup plan, all right. So is okay, so for music, is music just like a hot is it like a hobby, just something to do, or do you still feel like this is what I really want to do as a career? This is what I want to do as a career for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Okay. Um the reason why I ask because, you know, I do music as well. So I don't just do <laughs> the podcast. You know, I don't know if you knew that, but I, I do a little something, something. I'm not a singer though. Okay, but I we know. I do uh, well. Um, so today's one of those days where my voice wasn't really hitting like it was hitting, like it's supposed to be hitting, but you know, <clears throat> it's okay. Um, but you had to say we know like that. Okay. Cause I, I, I mean, I, I got, I'm going to keep it real regardless. Like, see, Brooklyn's coming out people. You hear that's Brooklyn. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing. See, if you're an artist, right. You let somebody from New York hear your music and they'll tell you if it's trash or not. Cause the first thing they would say, nah, nah, yo, it's trash. Like, they'll say it, and, like, they don't have no... I wouldn't say they don't have no heart. Do y'all feel like y'all have heart? Or y'all just, y'all honest? Like, I, I mean, feel like if you're honest with somebody, that means you got heart. Because if I wasn't keeping it real with you, that means I didn't care. That's a bar. Okay. All right. Okay. You know? So, okay. So, is singer is singing the only thing? No acting? No modeling? Um, I had a small, like, extra role in a movie. Also, oh, you're a star here. Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was sitting amongst the stars. So let me lean back. Um, so, wh- wh- what was this? Uh, it was a few years ago. Um, the movie it used to be on Netflix. It's not on Netflix anymore. I think it's on Amazon. Honestly, it's called Field of Lost Shoes. A word. Okay. Yeah. So I had like a little extra role. Um, hmm. It wasn't like anything talking, but I was just acting. Word. Word. Field of. Is it still up there? Hmm? Oh, word. I'm about to check that out. I did a little acting my day. A little acting. What you do? I, um, what did I do? I was in uh, a few plays, you know, uh, at my church. I was uh, one of the wise men, I believe, probably back in the day. 
No, all jokes aside, um, I was in a movie called uh, Worth the Price. I don't know if you ever heard of Michael Copeland, but he um, he was a Power Ranger um, in Power Rangers Time Force. If you guys are familiar with Power Rangers, um, that was uh, one of my favorite shows. Okay, uh, was the Power Rangers. Which one were you? That was the pink one. Kimberly. All right, I ain't about to cry right now, but um, R.I.P. to Jason David Frank, uh, who was the Green Ranger, better known as Tommy. Um, Tommy passed away a few days ago. Yeah, I did see that. And it broke me. I, it took me a while. I, I didn't post anything on Facebook um, because... Uh, you cried? I ain't cry. No, no, no. I, there, no, ain't no tears around here. You understand what I'm saying? There's no 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 tears. I don't shed no tears, yo. Like, come on, yo. Like, ain't no tears shed around here. I was hurt though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it, it hurt me because I was like the Green Ranger. Like, he was a family member, a brother. You know, he came out. The Zord came out. It was it was a rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, won't nobody seen the Green Ranger? You know. Um, I beg to differ, but you know. Who you think was seeing the, the Green? The pink one. Kimberly was his girlfriend. So I'll be like. Don't matter. <laughs> The pink one's better. I'm sorry, like, but she would be nothing without without the Green Ranger, like, without Tommy. Anyways. And he was the White Ranger, too. Kimberly only was just the Pink Ranger. So Tommy technically was two Rangers. Matter of fact, excuse me, I'm tripping. No, Tommy was the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, and there was an episode where he played the Red Ranger, and this episode where he played the Gold Ranger. Now, the Gold Ranger was another level. So he just got multiple personalities is what you're saying? I mean, hey, he was able to beat the putties. Even okay. though they was weak. But I'm just saying, Tommy was that dude. He set the standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like those shows, like, he's one of the greatest superheroes. I just feel like he, he really is. And um, so, yeah, uh, prayers go out to his family. Um, and I mean this with all sincerity. But going back to what I was saying, um, so Michael Copeland, um, he was a, um, a Power Ranger. And um, I ran into him out in Virginia Beach. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a... a a Power Rangers button. This back in the day, 2014, I think. Somewhere around oh, there. Oh, yeah, because you're old. All right, listen, I am young. I am still in my youth. Do you understand? I am still in my prime. Um, regardless if my beard don't connect like that, I don't care. I'm still in my prime, all right? So here's what, we, <laughs> here's what we're not going to do. So what we're not going to do is say I'm some old guy, even though I got the salt and pepper coming in, because that's the that's the thing nowadays. You got the salt and pepper. You know, uh, salt and pepper is gray. You know, I it's know. coming. All right, anyway. Uh, so here's the thing. So, I met my, I had, um, like, the Power Rangers bag, badge on it in Virginia Beach. And he came up to me. He was like, yo, I like your badge. And I was like, well, I appreciate it. And I looked up. And I was like, yo. Um, and he's like, what's up? I was like, you look familiar. He was like, yeah, I'm, I, I might have known me. I played the Blue Ranger. I said, my childhood just it just came really real okay um but then i was unaware he played the scorpion king too on the second one not he not not the rock but the second movie he was a scorpion uh scorpion king if i'm not mistaken you can correct me if i'm wrong mike but yeah on scorpion king 2 he was the lead person for scorpion king 2 if i'm wrong i just wanted to make sure isn't he the one that died what scorpion no you no. Oh, I'm about to say, wait, no, he came back from the dead? No, you mix it. Oh, man. No, this is not a Halloween episode. This is a Thanksgiving episode. What are you talking about? Coming back from the dead. No. What I'm telling you is, um, you're thinking about the Green Ranger. No. Oh. Michael Copeland was a Blue Ranger for Power Rangers Time Force. Now, he knew Jason David Frank. He, okay. like, he knew him. You know what I'm saying? Um, because all the Power Rangers know each other. Um, but, uh, so... Michael Copeland had a movie called Worth the Price, and okay. he put me in it and some of my friends. And Ooh, that is, that's, uh, that's currently on, I think it's Amazon Prime, Amazon, whatever you watch movies on Amazon, it's currently up there. And so I did that. Um, and I was on another movie too, but it didn't really get nowhere. That was like in Virginia Beach too. It didn't get nowhere. But the biggest thing I was on was Tyler Perry Show. Um, love, love thy neighbor. I was on that. <laughs> Go figure. Love thy neighbor. So I was, you know, you know, it's just I, I don't like to boast of myself. You know, that's, that's I don't like to boast of myself. But um, I was there, and uh, 
the episode that they showed was, um, and I was just an extra, but you know, I mean, something you have to better, start somewhere. Something better than nothing. So they aired an episode, and my grandma called me and said, "I saw your bald head on TV." And I was like, "Don't you oh, got a bald head though?" I do got a bald head. That's what she said. I said, "I saw your bald head on TV." Makes sense. Gotcha. What's that mean? I was just never mind. Go ahead. Adios, mio. All right, so uh, getting into today's topic, right? So Fred Mickey's here. She's she a singer and all of that. Um, today's topic is Thanksgiving because th- you want to say something. I thought you were about to say something. Oh. Okay. Okay. Cool. Today's topic <laughs> is uh, Thanksgiving because when you guys see this, it's probably gonna be after Thanksgiving. But I'm let you know Thanksgiving is this Thursday, and uh, I would like to know. I have a question for you. What's your favorite meal for Thanksgiving? Favorite meal. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm Puerto Rican, so mm-hmm. I love Spanish food, especially for Thanksgiving. Okay. I like to have arroz con, con gandules. Say that um, again. <laughs> so the people the people need to hear it. It's arroz con gandules. Okay. Um, I like to have mac and cheese, baked mac and cheese. Um, can you can you tell us what the arroz in your name is? Oh, it's pretty much rice and beans. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just pretty much rice and beans. Um, baked mac and cheese. Um, what okay. else? What else? What else? I like yams. I love stuffings. I Word. love stuffing. Okay. I'm not really. I don't like turkey because okay, this gonna sound weird, but. I like my chicken or all that to be moist. It got to be wet. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It got to be wet. I don't like to dry. All right. Okay. Like, don't give me fried chicken. It need to be right. wet. Okay. All right. That's cool. Uh. So, me. I thought I'd answer this question, too. I like yams, macaroni cheese. Now, this is how you know it's love. Cause this is love that neighbor. We talk about love here. It's love when the yams and the macaroni and cheese collide. Do you understand? That's what that's what real loving is. If you if you do you mix your food? Do you let it touch? That's some people don't like they, they food. To I touch. don't like it to touch, but if it touches, I mean a but on Thanksgiving normally it does touch. Normally it does touch. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's 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 my and I, I like mac and cheese, of course. Mac and cheese, um turkey over ham. That's what I would do. I don't like ham. I like ham over turkey. But I feel like ham, you be chewing for hours. That's fine with me. Whatever floats your boat. I mean, hey, whatever floats your boat. Uh, and it's like wet. Turkey's dry. And turkey's not dry unless you, when you put the gravy on it. But still, it needs to be moist. But even if you have the yam juice on it, the yam... Again, we talking about food touching now. So when the turkey is around the yams and the macaroni cheese, they collect. It's gonna, it's gonna get that effect. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you gotta work with me. You gotta work with me. What? What's your? What's? What you gonna say? No, I was just saying like it gotta be moist. I feel what you're saying, but I mean you can have a moist. Like when you eat like, chicken, do you eat like the skin? All right, so um, don't judge me, but I'm not big on chicken. I don't really like chicken. I'm going to say it clear. I really don't like chicken. And now people are like, are oh, you black and don't like chicken? I, I'm not a chick. I don't like chicken. Um, so you don't eat the skin if you eat chicken? I mean, I eat it. I probably, you know. Oh, I guess I'm exposing myself right now. I mean, if you like the skin, you like the skin. Baked chicken or fried chicken? Since we're on the subject. Um, Baked. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm a fish guy. I like fried fish. You know, my uncle be he be frying fish and he be killing it with that. So that's pretty much where where I stand on that. So when people are like, oh, you like chicken, I'm like, nah, I'm fish. And then they be like, oh, you're Presbyterian. I'm like, nah, but I'm it, pressed to eat the fish though. What What did you just say? Presbyterian. So Presbyterian, I believe they. I thought it was pescatarian. Presbyterian. Pe- <laughs> Is it Presbyterian? I don't know. Pesca- Wait, so how, how you, you say it? It's pescatarian. Pesca- pescatarian. Wait, so don't tell me you've We're been We're keeping like- all this in here. I just want to let y'all know. Say it again. It's pescatarian. It's basically you eat, um, you don't eat meat, but you do eat fish. Yeah, so people ask me that word. Yo, have you been telling people Presbyterian? I probably have, okay? And they didn't correct you? No, it was no correction. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess the fact I'm, a, I'm an artist, so, you know, we use a lot of slang. So- but Presbyterian and pescatarian are completely off. 
like street and street. Valid point. Hey, you know, it is what it is. But uh, yes, say it again. Pescatarian. Yeah, pes- <laughs> yeah, pesk. Okay, all right. So uh, people ask me was I pescatarian? I'm like, no, nah, I just I just like fried fish with you know, um, and then also greens, beans, tomatoes. You know, you name it. All right. Uh, Shouts out to Shirley Caesar. All right. Um. So my question, and uh, you know, I'm gonna answer this too. But what would you say in this season? What would you say you're thankful for? Um, okay, so actually, I have something that I wrote. Go ahead, let them know, let them know, uh, so we can so discuss it. overall, I would say that I'm thankful for life. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that may sound like kind of weird and all, just because it kind of sounds cliche or whatever. Okay. But I feel like people in general struggle with a lot mentally and emotionally, and mm-hmm. it's not talked about enough, mm-hmm. Um, such as like depression Mm-hmm. Especially with me, I deal with like severe depression and anxiety. Really? Yeah. Mm. Um, I've dealt with it for like a very long time, and I've thought about like ending my life, and it's just been wow. very like hard to come to terms with. For a while, I was very like, um, I guess you could say, quiet about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk about it a lot. And then a few years ago, I got a tattoo, which is this one right here. And I actually have the ring on, too. Mm-hmm. It's a semicolon, and I got that for my suicide. That's dope. So it's not a period. It's like, yo, we're going to keep it's going. It's a pause. Right. It's a pause. Okay. Pause. Okay. All right. So, all right. So mental, because I know mental health is a big thing. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of, you said a key point, like having to actually, uh, Really, just come to a realization that that is that is like I don't want to say the wrong word because you know I've been messing up words, but it's really uh, it's not epidemic, right? I wouldn't say the word I'm trying to look for. Are you trying to say like every like it happens to everybody? Yeah, it's like a big thing. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it happens to everybody. Um, everyone deals with trauma differently, and mm-hmm. also there's different severities of trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like especially um, minority families, black families, Hispanic families, they don't talk enough about mental health. And fact. it gets pushed under the rug so much that when they grow older and then they have kids and then their kids have kids, it just becomes a generational cycle of issues with mental health. Fact. And it needs to be talked about more. No, that's for sure. Because you like, and me being black, and I feel like us just being a minority, I understand that completely. Um Usually, you think about in families, they talk about uh, you better not say nothing. You know, it's always a, oh, you know, um, it was like a kind of like a cuss word to ask why for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you say, and our generation wants to know why. Like, we don't want to just be told you got to do this because I said so. We want to know, we want to know the reason why. And I think I know, like, my parents' generation back then, like, why to them was like, a form of disrespect in a way, you know, and I think that they were just going from what their parents had told them, like, don't talk with grown folks or speaking. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I say this, like, then you should. Uh, I, I I think they they really felt like if we don't give them the response that they want, somehow we're wrong in a way. You know what I'm saying? We're questioned. So going back to the mental the mental struggle, you know what I'm saying? The mental uh, hell. What would you say? like cause the mental struggles that you face? Like what would you say, like different things that pinpointed that made that happen? So are you asking like where my depression like e- yeah. evolved from? Yeah, where it evolved from. Mm-hmm. Um, so for one, I know it sounds dumb, but there is so such thing as called a uh, seasonal depression. So when it gets like the winter, colder times, I get a lot way more sadder. And then when it starts getting warmer, mm-hmm. I get pretty happy. Okay. Um, I think it also struggled or evolved rather I used to get really badly bullied when I was in middle school. Mm. Um, And then it went into high school uh, a lot of times. And this is a whole other topic. But growing up, I dealt with a lot of body shaming. And I feel like nowadays, like, it's important to talk about that, especially with what's going on in the industry, you know, regarding, like, BBLs and all Mm -hmm. that. Like, you know, if you want to do plastic surgery to enhance your beauty or whatever... By all means, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But also don't bash people who are natural or, you know, have a petite body, a bigger body, you know. So they would, what, they would shame you because what you were. So believe it or not, when I was in middle school and like the beginning of high school, I was like super skinny. I was like a twig. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And the boys at the time would pick on me, be like, you have a pancake booty. And Dang. they'll be like, you have mosquito bite boobs. And it's just. What? Yeah. But then it's kind of was funny. That, was that in New York? No, was it was it? actually here in Virginia. Wow. wow. Yeah. And then it's funny because senior year, I gained a whole bunch of weight. And all the same dudes that was talking <laughs> about me was all my, you know what. Yeah. 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 They was. <laughs> They was on me. Hey, yo, ma, what's good? You're like, yo, ma, you you got thick. <laughs> like, uh, that ain't uh, funny. In, in other words, no, I'm sorry, because in other words, they're like, uh, what's good with the yams, okay? <laughs> what's good with the yams? <laughs> yeah, um, no, nah, I, I totally, I totally understand that. I mean, I wasn't bullied, but I can imagine, like, how much a woman face. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to, you know, the body shaming thing or like even with social media, because it's pressed upon you having to look a certain way. Yes. A woman has to be this or, you know, a certain like body type in order to, for attention to be drawn. I kind of feel like that's sad. But I think it's the same way for guys, too, but not at the level that y'all have to face. You know, or am I enough? I think that's the that's the thing. It's like having to face like, am I pretty enough, or am I thick enough? But am I feel I like th- guys have it hard too, because mm-hmm. you know, of course, people could wear whatever they want. But there's this whole thing that men shouldn't wear makeup, because mm-hmm. like women, like we could come out, we could you know put makeup on to enhance our beauty. But then there's men out there who, you know, they feel a certain type of way about how they look and they feel like they can't put makeup on because that's gay or, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you say makeup, you mean like what, to cover up a, if you do got you a know, pimple like, or something? Or? Yeah, like concealer, maybe a little bit foundation, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, cocoa butter has always been my foundation. Um, I have, um, I put that on faithfully. Now, that was kind of like what you were saying, like, well, you asked me earlier, like, uh, I told you people asked me, some people asked me, was I Dominican? And then I was like, uh, yeah, because they asked me what, my smooth eyebrows. I said, that's what Oh, was, you mean right? the eyebrows that I couldn't see? Yeah, but you could see them now. And then, uh, queen of light. And, uh, no, I'm not Dominican, you know. Um, but, you know, Dominican are related to us, so are Puerto Ricans. That was a discussion that we was having earlier. But not to get off topic. Um, my second question to you. Do you feel as though what you intake adds to the downward spiral, spiral mentally? What do you mean? So, when you speak about depression, I believe you know all that starts in you know, probably in childhood or what have you. Um, do you feel like from what you watch on social media does that add to like depression or cause you feeling like oh i don't look like this person oh yeah for sure can you give us an example um i would say back to body shaming like you know a lot of the women now in the industry nowadays they have like perfect bodies bbls you know no stomach Explain explain to people what bbl is a bbl is a brazilian butt lift they take the fat from other areas of your body and they put it in your butt hmm so for women out there, it's a transfer. Yeah, it's a fat transfer. Uh, sometimes is that a bad thing? That don't. I mean, is I mean, does it have bad it side effects? Yes, it can. Really? Depending on if you have pre-existing conditions, um, the doctor you go to, how sanitary their environment is, right. all that makes a difference. Wow. See, I'm I'm, I'm being educated right now because I didn't know, you know, what BBL was. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that kind of just. I know what BBW just... is, but I don't know BBL. Anyways, um, but no, yeah, like that, I feel like that makes a really big difference because they project this image of what women should look like. And it's like, why can't we just look like what we look like? Mm -hmm. You know, like I have stomach fat, like, I don't know, we should just love ourselves, right? I believe that's important. I believe, you know, um, and I also believe like there is um, a balance that you can have too with, uh. You know, work working out too. I think that's it's healthy for you. Like I hate like, working out. <laughs> but you look like you work out though. I do not. That's the crazy part. So I can imagine if you well, worked out. Well, I take out, that as a compliment. No, it Thank is you. a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hello. But no, for real. Like, um, you know, health wise, that's very important, especially when we think about Thanksgiving during this time, because people just be like, oh, just eating anything, and then like, 
sit on the couch and that's me <laughs> i'm gonna go to sleep but i mean everybody goes to sleep after oh i'm going but, to sleep but you know at least trying to get like some cardio in or something like that's important for you know your health because you know the the older you the older you get the more your body is not going to be as quick or as responsive as when you're young um so me being the age of 25 i um what happened anyways i hope you don't be telling females this because that's a lie so yeah with the exercising so it's, it's very good for your health and like you said like eat what you're gonna eat but also like you know your body you know yourself and especially like if you have like um you know if you're like diabetic or you know or you have any type of like conditions or whatever you know just take care of your body take care of yourself you know this is just and we say this here at love thy neighbor because we love you no matter who you are what walk of life you come from i say that you know what i'm saying sincere but going back to the uh discussion um you also stated that you're not always okay and so um when you say you're not always okay what do you mean by that um well i have a lot of thoughts in my head i think i overthink way too much i think as a female we just naturally overthink Mm -hmm. um and when you overthink you're brain goes into like autopilot you just have a whole bunch of thoughts on thoughts on thoughts on thoughts sometimes Mm -hmm. you even start creating scenarios that probably didn't even exist and it's just awful Mm -hmm. um i think from previous experiences past relationships a lot of it has uh, affected me emotionally Mm -hmm. and mentally and i'm still trying to you know work through those things and trying to become and evolve to a better me you said relationships have affected you and that yeah uh, trust me, I understand. Because uh, back in my day, which wasn't that far, like five years, I said 25, five years ago. Anyway, um, you know, I believe that who you have around you has a big influence, even community-wise. So when I say relationships, I don't just mean, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, things of that nature, situationships, none of that, you know, entanglements, whatever you may call it. Um, what I mean is... <laughs> people that you like friends like who are like healthy community that you have around us i believe that's important to have healthy community and those that's encouraging you because a lot of people they don't encourage a lot of people are jealous a lot of people you know what you said earlier the the shaming um i'm pretty sure you probably faced it you know when you got like you know senior and girls probably jealous like who she is you know things of that nature um but one thing i will offer as an encouragement it's okay and this is pe- for people that may not feel okay, even with life. Or, you know, if you may it's be going okay through depression. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. And um, and I think the fact that you recognize you're not okay, that is the first step to... Progression. Yeah. Hello. I mean, you could take over. You got <laughs> it. I mean, like, hello. You know what I'm saying? So you be going to therapy? Um, I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gone to therapy recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm... I might go back. I don't know. I I call myself like a sensitive gangster. Okay. I don't like mm-hmm. to cry in front of people because I feel like that's a form of weakness, even though technically it shouldn't be a form of weakness. It mm. should be seen as a strength. So that's kind of why I stopped going to therapy. That well, sounds kind of dumb. We're going to later about the strength with crying and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, they got a song about this and it does cry. But anyway, um, there's nothing wrong with it. So, you know, if you got to cry, cry. You know what I'm saying? You might shed a tear. It's all right. That don't mean that you're weak. It actually means that you're strong. Yeah, I've been told that before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, what are some coping mechanisms that you do to help yourself when you're feeling down? Um, huh. Help sound, the people. Help the people. I, I sound like a nerd, but I love to read books. Okay. I love to read. And I also like to play video games. Oh, okay. Well, so, all right. So, first question, what's your favorite book to read? Um... I don't have like an all-time favorite book, but I do have an all-time favorite author. Okay. Uh, her name is Karen Slaughter. I love her books. Um, they're thriller, suspense, mystery, mm-hmm. okay. all that. I love those type of books. And I'm also recently trying to get into uh, educational books. Um, there's some books that they talk about white supremacy and all that, and I want to mm-hmm. get more educated on those things and to learn about it. So just... we be here all day. We talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know me being a brother. I definitely understand. Yeah, and yeah, being minorities, that's something that I want to educate myself more on mm-hmm. um, going forward and progressing in life. And I like video games, too. 
Oh, what's your favorite video game? That's my second question. <sighs> my favorite video game. I think I would have to pick, also because it has such an emotional connection, The Last of Us. Okay. I yeah. never heard of it. What's, what? Never heard of it. You missing out. No, I just, I'm sorry. I just So there's music a, a and... first one and then there's a part two. Mm-hmm. So it's about basically like the world, um, there was a, a disease. It got out, and everyone started becoming basically zombies. And, you know, over time... Coronavirus. Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that at one time. But, yeah, so it was a disease that basically got out, Mm -hmm. and everybody started becoming zombies. But it just so happens that in this particular game that there's this one girl that's actually immune to, like, if she gets bit or anything. Oh, wow. And they want to take her to see if they can find a cure. Okay. But, you know, throughout the story, you learn a whole bunch of different things, so... Wow, that's that's dope. Wow, I gotta look that game up. See me, um, I came up on Mortal Kombat. Um, I like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Street Fighter. Um, well, my favorite cartoon is Dragon Ball Z. We'll always. Oh my god! Because outside of the Green Ranger, Goku oh is just you know my brother, and so yeah. Um, I'm sorry for those that are Digimon and Pokemon fans, but it's all about Dragon Ball Z here. That's the Dragon Ball Z is a standard, okay? Um, and shouts out to the brother Piccolo, who is up on Dragon Ball Z. He's a brother. Um, but yeah, uh, you, wait a minute. You don't like Dragon Ball Z? There's a reason I don't like Dragon Ball Z. All right, Z. do tell, because you got the floor. Um, well, I know somebody who's, like, super obsessed with it, and they've been trying to get me to watch it for, like, the longest time ever. And mm-hmm. I like, you know, anime and stuff, but I can't really get into the whole fighting thing all the time. That kind of gets boring. Okay, I get you. I get so you. they be joking on me, saying, like, my power level's low, and I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. up but there. I, I thought you was a pink ranger, though. That's what she said, right? Yeah, but whatever. Oh, Kimberly, all right. You ain't like the yellow ranger? I don't really care for nobody except Pink Ranger. So the pink, okay. I think it was just because pink was my favorite color. Let's be so honest. So you like, so you're the type that just only like pink starbursts. Yes. See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yes, I don't like the other ones. So okay, so I would say pink starbursts are one of your coping mechanisms. What would mm. you say? Mm-mm. Pink is your favorite color. One of them, I think. Well, not. When I was a little girl, I feel like when you're a little girl, you know, that's usually like pink and purple is your favorite color. Mm-hmm. Now my favorite color is like my soul. It's black. Hmm. It's dark. Your soul is dark. Black. Like, roots black? You know what roots is? All right, so here's the thing. Roots is, I'm educate you. Roots is a uh, historically black film. Um, there was a, a main character by the name of Toby, you know, and he, uh, you know, it dealt with like mistreatment of brothers and sisters of my color. You understand? Um, and so it's kind of like based on how, like, you know, the slavery times and, you know, we spoke earlier about white supremacy. It's kind of like that. You know, there is a bunch of whippings. You know, you mm-hmm. see black people getting whipped. Um, the guy who played Toby in the movie, his foot get cut off because he was trying to escape and they was mm. hang, you know, going to, I encourage you to look it up and, you know, um, but yeah, it's Roots is, uh, definitely a movie that you will want to check out if you really care about, you know. I think I will. Yeah. You care about the brothers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, speaking about depression, and I just want to say this. Um, depression can be a silent killer, and you never know what people could be going through. So for me, myself, I try to impact people in the best way I know how, um, even if it's just being present. Uh, I know a lot of people, you know, sometimes they may not always want advice, but they may want your presence. The fact that you are there for them says a lot. So if you are dealing with depression, just know that, um, and you're watching this, just know we care for you. Um, and, you know, you can continue to rewatch this episode and know that. And you, that's the thing. There's really one race, in my opinion. It's the human race. Now, 
granted there is racism does exist and um it's terrible and um we don't stand for that at love thy neighbor because we love everyone but we do recognize the mistreatment that is going on within our country and um we don't stand for it you know you know what i'm saying um and i think it's important to appreciate people for who they are, no matter what walk of life that they may come from, no matter what their sexual orientation may be, no matter um, how crazy their family is, because everybody got a crazy family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but valid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yes. everybody got everybody got somebody's crazy. I mean, I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You are? Yeah, I'm crazy about this music. So as I was <laughs> as I was saying. Um, you know, another thing you said, and then I also stated, um, you stated about families losing loved ones. Um, how do you cope with the reality of death? Um, so thankfully, you know, knock on wood. Well, if there's a piece of wood here. Uh, I haven't had like a really bad death so far in my family. I hope it doesn't come anytime soon. I know it's inevitable, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like... I guess right now, like coming, you know, the holidays, especially Thanksgiving is like literally in a few days. Mm -hmm. Uh, People, this is a hard time for a lot of people Mm because they've lost loved ones and this will be their first holiday without them. And Mm -hmm. I would just say prayer probably would be the best bet on coping and everything like that. That is key. Like prayers, definitely. And shout, oh, excuse me. My condolences, I about to say shout out because, you know, so used to saying shout out, but my condolences also to um, the family of Takeoff for the Migos. Um, you know, for those that don't know, Migos is a rap group. Um, and Takeoff was shot, I believe, um, November November 1st, the day after Halloween in Houston. Um, so shouts out to his family. Um, and even, you know, even in the hip hop um, world, like we have lost a lot of rappers. Um, who died before takeoff? I believe um dude died at Roscoe's. Uh P and B Rock. P- yeah. P and B Rock, his family, you know what I'm saying? Condolences to them. Um, and just all the artists that have passed away, or if you had family members that had passed away, um, condolences to you and yours. Um death for me, um, it really puts life in perspective. And I like the way you said about prayer. Um and I see like Death, it shows me how much we need God and we can't make it without him. Um, Regardless if you believe in him or not, the reality is you're going to die one day Um, and you're going to meet him. And, you know, whether you believe it or not, we are going to face judgment of some sort. Um, But there is hope. okay? Um, and we'll get to that hope. But. Um, the reality of death shows that God's word is real. Uh, he said in Genesis three nineteen, from dust you came and dust you shall return. So, you know, a lot of people ask, man, you know, how can God even be real? All this stuff going on, all this evil going on, all this stuff. You know, God, ain't there ain't no God. There ain't no God. And then you die. And it's like, but God said that from dust you came, dust you shall return. And he didn't lie about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, there is hope even in the midst of death. Um, and the reason why um, there is hope, um, and I just want to just send this encouragement, death breaks God's heart just as much as it breaks our heart because it separates us from our loved ones. In John eleven thirty five, Jesus wept, the scripture talks about um, Christ crying as a as a fact um that a close brother had passed away and this close brother name was Lazarus um so it's okay to cry because if God cried which I was talking about earlier about crying he's like oh no you gangster ain't crying if God could cry when somebody passes away we can too and Jesus was the strongest person that ever walked the earth he was indeed God which is why he was able to defeat death um and rise from the grave um and the beautiful part about having a personal relationship with Christ, um, in my opinion, is that he relates to all that we go through and sympathizes with our pain. So God wasn't just out there somewhere in la la land and doesn't relate to us. Like, no, he fully put on a body to relate to everything we go through and overcome every single depression, every single temptation, every single like 
thought that weighs down on us that tries to like destroy us mentally, he overcame that so that when you put your faith in him and who Christ is, that doesn't promise that suffering is not going to stop, but it promises that you'll have a peace in the midst of it. And and he's a peace that surpasses all understanding. So just as a, an encouragement to those who may feel like, I don't really understand Christ or like who he is, like having a personal relationship with you, with him, he does the changing in your heart. He helps you because outside of him, and it's me personally, because I'm a believer, I believe in Christ, but I don't have it all together. There's times to where I want to snap. There's times to where I have like depression thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Times where I feel like ending it, you know what I'm saying? But I know that he put me on earth for a greater purpose and that's to reach people. And um, my life ain't my own. I'm here to serve, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to just be a vessel, you know what I'm saying? And uh, And so, you know, um, that's important. So I got another question for you, right? Um, I see that you got to a point to where you wanted to end it all, which we talked about. Um, would you like to touch more on that? Or kind of like what led to... to man, I, just... I mean, I feel like people who... I mean, I mean, like, at least me, mm-hmm. like, I feel like when I go through something or I'm in pain, I don't like to put it on anybody else or make anyone feel as if they're a burden Mm -hmm. so i like to handle it by myself but sometimes i don't feel like i'm strong enough to handle it so i'd rather just get rid of it by all means and you know choosing suicide i feel like would be the answer but then ultimately that's not a resolution because you didn't solve the problem Mm -hmm. you kind of just brushed it under the rug Mm -hmm. and And then the people that love you actually love you and it affects them it affects them yeah yeah so and then you don't have to kill yourself because God already died for you. <laughs> they would say he gave his life for you. That's why, I like, so my next project actually kind of talks about that, mm-hmm. um, which I'm kind of, like, excited to drop and whatnot. That's dope. So. What is, like, what is it about? Uh, you know, it's just a song um, I wrote. It's called Life. Mm-hmm. And um, I just talk about, you know, depression. Pretty much what is life? Like, what is the purpose? Mm-hmm. And I believe all of us have like that's that's always going to be like a, a never ending question. Like I believe like we all were created in the image of God. And when I say that, meaning to have dignity again, no matter what walk of life you come from, no matter what how you was brought up, um, you was created to be respected. You know, what I'm saying and God loves you regardless of what experiences you may have or have had, you know, or felt like if God really cared if he was really there why would x y and z happen you know i had somebody ask me if god is so real uh why don't he stop all this evil and so my question like my response to them was like what is evil and do you do it and if he stops the evil then i mean he would have to kill you and so that's a very good point when we think about it like do we do because i've asked that question before. you know what i'm saying right it's a reality you know it's a legitimate and that's the thing about god like he wants people to come to him with their problems like he doesn't expect people to be like i might get myself together so i can come to him like no god wants you to come if you're a drug addict if you a hoe whatever whatever you do pimp whatever you got going on come to him like he's not like scared of your questions he's not scared of you know who you are he created you he knows you the best you know what i'm saying and that's the thing he all he made us all unique in our own way you know what i'm saying he made me you know with my bow leg itself, you feel me? My boy here, he made me unique, and I embrace it, you know? And that's what I use music for. I feel like music is a universal language in which I can communicate, you know, my story um, and my brokenness, you know what I'm saying? So don't don't ever feel like I can't share my brokenness, you know what I'm saying, um, to anybody because I may feel like that's a sign of weakness. No, it's really a sign of strength because, again, the greatest person that ever walked this earth was broken for us. Christ who was God he was broken and he has all power so if he was broken if he cried if he endured things we can make it too you know and I feel like our ultimate purpose as humans is to reflect that is to serve like I feel like that's our ultimate purpose as humans is to serve one another even if you may hate this person hate such a strong word dislike this person well some people hate people I don't know but, <laughs> look, but you know in, even in the you know the reality of it because how you treat people always comes back to you and uh, that's a beautiful thing about again about God is that 
those places where you may feel like what you said, I don't know, yeah, this person, like, I don't know if I can forgive this person because this person did me this wrong. Or Yeah, I got you, a hard time yeah, with forgiveness. I feel you, I feel you. And that's the thing. And it's and it's okay to acknowledge that. Uh, there's some things, like, that I had problems with, you know, forgiving at one point, you know what I'm saying? But then I had to realize, like, yo, God forgave me. And, like, he could easily just wipe me out if he wanted to, but he chose choose not to. And so I was like, man. But it took some while. It took a while. And you know what I'm saying? He's still working on me. All right? This is love thy neighbor. He loves me. He's working on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, um, I just want to say this as we close. Um, and then we speak about, like, as far as, like, art is concerned. For me being an artist, um, uh, I'm more so a rapper than a singer, even though I can carry a little tune. Like yeah. Okay. Um, but I feel that. <laughs> I, like I said before, I feel like music. I feel like you just play me right now. Like I can't. I know I can't sing. Okay. Well, I think everybody can sing. It may not sound good. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, see, that's, see, that's see, 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 you know, see. <laughs> but um, kind of like uh, in conclusion, um, even in the midst of everything that we may face in life, it's important to be thankful because there's always someone doing worse off, um, than you may, um. And, like, let love really guide you, you know, especially in this time of, like, Thanksgiving and just, like, as life continues, you know what I'm saying? Like, love people and those around you. Um, try to be an encouragement as much as possible. Um, and, yeah, would you, what would you have to say kind of, like, in closing as far as, like, love is concerned? What does love mean to you, you know? And how does that tie into being thankful? Love as in what? Platonic or romantic? Just love in general. Let's just say platonic. We'll be here. You say romantic, we'll be here another hour. We'll be here years. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, But platonically, um, I think what it means is overall, like, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Love those around you. Mm -hmm. Or at least try to Mm because I'm not a forgiving person. Mm -hmm. It's a process. Yeah, but I think it helps you evolve as a person. There's, like, a saying where it's like, what was the saying? Dang it, I just forgot. So it's like if you if you keep trying to like get revenge on a person, that just is gonna harm you in oh. the end. There's it's like, like, it's dr- like it's like drinking poison, hoping somebody else dies. That's what it is. See, I know that, it. That's okay. Mm. That that's the saying I'm trying uh-huh. to say. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, yeah, just love yourself overall, and I would say pray. And if you don't believe in God, pray to whoever you do believe in. And if you don't believe in anybody, then at that point you kind of screwed. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, just love yourself and try to do healthy things that will make you successful and evolve to become a better you. Mm-hmm. And also, and just to touch on what she said as well, um, as far as like if you don't believe in God or, you know, if you do, um, God believes in you. That's a bar. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and so this has been another episode of Love Thy Neighbor Podcast. Um, thank you all for your support. Uh, thank you, Mickey, for showing up. Boom. Um, and yeah, until next time, happy Thanksgiving. This has been the Love Thy Neighbor podcast, uh, season two, episode two. I'm your host, Will Sorrell. It's Mickey. Peace. Toodles. <laughs>